This is the Abraham's Wallet podcast. Abraham's Wallet spans the gap between the austerity of obedience to God and the prosperity rising from faithfulness. Run your home and your dough like a biblical boss. Hello, hello, fellas. Can I take just a minute to address the dads among us? Today, I'm going to tell you a cautionary tale of a series of events that, by themselves, individually, they each lie somewhere in the zone of thoughtless oversight, but put together into a collective, they formed a perfect storm of marital horror right here in my house. So, gentlemen... Listen up, and don't do what I did. Now, a little background. As a husband, I think pretty hard about the things that I'm responsible for at home. You probably do too, which is why you're listening to this podcast. But both my wife and I work outside of the home, and I usually, because of this, shoulder about half the load when it comes to the cooking, the shopping, the cleaning... My wife just uh, interrupted me and said that was an unacceptable addition to my list, but I think I do a lot of the cleaning too. Anyways, I try to be done with work by the time evening rolls around so that I'm present and available to the family, and though I haven't totally arrived yet, I'm getting better at leading our family in things like taking a Sabbath once a week and the thoughtful limitation of technology in our home. So, all things considered... I feel like I've got things rightly ordered for the most part, and if anything, I can be guilty of patting my own back just a bit too hard on the husbanding front from time to time. The other thing you need to know is that this spring, I've been working hard to launch a new business, and it's been going quite well. So, as happens when a new business gets started and starts doing well, the early success has bred a lot more work. Going into this Mother's Day season then, I was quite focused on my day job. And I don't want you to think I forgot about Mother's Day. I didn't. That would probably be an easier story to tell. But let's just say that there wasn't too much planning going into the event. And so now you have the stage setting for the play-by-play I'm about to give you. Buckle up, homies. Mother's Day, 2019. A running diary. 6.07 a.m. Mother's Day, 2019. My wife finishes up a long night of work at the hospital, in which she didn't sleep more than an hour or so at a time, and gets ready to head home, likely wondering what sorts of delightful plans her family has in store for the day designated to honor her as a mother. 8.14 a.m. Mother's Day, 2019. After welcoming her home and sharing a cup of coffee, okay, good start, the missus is ready for some sleep and is just futzing on the phone noticing all the kind words being shared on social media about mothers. Now, I could have said, yes, love, many mothers have done well, but you excel them all. But what I did say is, I'm really glad you don't expect me to put some cheese whiz posts on social media about you on days like this. Mm. Now, in my mind, I was thinking, 
You know how much I value you, and posting on Facebook seems like it's more about showing everyone else how good I am at husbanding than it is about you. This is a position I still maintain, strongly. Grandstanding on social media is lame, and nothing is lamer than writing something in second person. I love you, Jenny, and then posting it for the masses as opposed to just saying it to her stinking face. Okay, but this mental gymnastic was, in a word, misplaced. What she entirely understandably received was, Sorry, I'm not about to look like a goober just to honor you publicly. I'm a stud, and when I do nothing, that's awesome. You and I, we get it. Mother's Day. It's enough said. Who needs to articulate some kind of gratitude? Am I right? And so, off to bed she goes. 11.26 a.m. Mother's Day, 2019. In order to provide a restful and quiet sleeping situation for my wife, (laughs) yes, I'm really creating a magical Mother's Day for her. Again, addition by subtraction, I think. I squire the kids away from home to church. This will enable my wife to have an unencumbered sleeping experience. She can wake on her own schedule and get up in her own fashion. On the way home, I'm feeling a bit magnanimous, so I stop at the store to pick up a Mother's Day card. Now, it was somewhat shocking to notice that when I sauntered over to the cards aisle, they had exactly one Mother's Day card left. Curious, I thought. Most human-type people must have come earlier than the actual morning of Mother's Day to get their cards. That's strange. But I snagged it like a champ, and I even got a treat for dessert. Now, what I did not do, I did not check my phone to see that she was at home, having woken up earlier than usual in order to create a superlative brunch for her mother. You see, she was one of the aforementioned humans who better apprehends the opportunity for celebrating that Mother's Day affords us. And she actually needed a few things from the store, which, unfortunately, she would end up picking up on her own since I, you know, was ignoring my phone and her, by extension. I also forgot to check my mental registry from the past 14 years of marriage, which would have reminded me that she does not like strawberry cheesecake, which happened to be the dessert I picked for her. Can you guys see what kind of awesome Mother's Day this is shaping up to be? I hope you can. (laughs) Keep reading. 2.12 p.m. Mother's Day, 2019. So my wife single-handedly pulled off a great Mother's Day meal for her mom, which ended with the presentation of gifts. At this point, guys, I'm starting to feel an undefined sense that something isn't right, but I can't put my finger on exactly what it is. Clever put-down of the social media masses this morning? Check. Last-minute card and dessert she may or may not loathe? Check. Nothing else? Hmm, check. So, I gave her the card I had purchased on the way home from church, and our kids gave her the cards they had made at school and church, and nobody had gifts. Now, let me explain. Between my wife and I, we had agreed that a jewelry purchase from the prior month would be her big Mother's Day gift, so in my mind, I had checked that box too. But that didn't stop me from wondering why these kids wouldn't have bothered to get their mother a little something. (laughs) How were they supposed to purchase or transport this imaginary gift? I don't know. Maybe they were supposed to knock me over when I was buying the hated dessert food and force me to buy gifts for them, too. But, kind of rude of them to neglect mom in this way, if you ask me. Am I right?
3 p.m. Mother's Day, 2019. So after the meal, the unease inside of me is really starting to take shape. In fact, I suspected that, uh, hmm, maybe, am I... Am I blowing Mother's Day 2019? <laughs> so, I did all the dishes. <laughs> I feel so much better now. Then, after offering her a chance to get out and exercise her entirely unslept body a bit, uh, big shocker, she declined, I head out for a quick nine-mile run. I see the way you're looking at me, but it was ladies first. She had the chance, and she declined it. And on my way out the door, I think to myself, man, Mother's Day is great. I got to eat an amazing brunch, and now I'm going to go on a nice long run. Hooray for us all on Mother's Day, even the non-moms. If you're wondering how long I would be able to maintain this level of self-concerned insensitivity, please just wait. 4.32 p.m. Mother's Day, 2019. When I got home... There was my wife, cooking again. This time it was dinner for my sister who had just had a baby. And again, my wife was communicating that Mother's Day is an important time to honor mothers. Curious, that weird feeling inside of me was starting to come back. Am I, am I maybe failing the hardest at Mother's Day of anyone who has ever attempted the feat? Nah, must be the blisters on my feet from that long run. I'll go rehydrate, and the nausea will soon be eased away. 6.13 p.m., Mother's Day, 2019. After zipping over to deliver the goods to my sister and her family, I return wondering what we're going to eat. And let me pause here, gentlemen, for a pro tip. Don't ever, under any circumstances, put yourself or your family in a position to have to wonder this on Mother's Day. Know what's for dinner, at very least. Okay, back to the story. Thankfully, the wife made a double portion of everything, so we are going to eat well again for dinner. My lady, I hasten to add, picked the wine out, because uh, (laughs) that's the kind of her first guy that... Okay. 6.58 p.m., Mother's Day, 2019. Somewhere in the commotion of dishes and cleanup, the anticipation and the disappointment... The excitement and humiliation, all the frustration of the day finally broke loose. She cried. She told me I hadn't done a damn thing to make her feel special. And she was right about it all, of course. And the fact of the matter is, I really did feel torn up. I apologized with all the sincerity I had to offer. And it was all for real. And I did indeed feel like a loser of a husband for fooling myself into thinking that any one of the above debacles would have flown, much less all of them in succession. So, being the wonderful, forgiving, and restoring wife that she is, she forgave me, and even seemed to understand how tore up I was about the whole deal. He understands, and this was just a big snowball of mistakes. Chalk it up. Onward. And that's the kind of wife... I'm blessed to have. So, guys, that right there is a story of how not to conduct yourselves on Mother's Day. But before we close, I need to keep talking. You see, I wish I could end this cautionary tale right there and call it a valuable lesson in the care and tending of my wife's heart through a full day of mistakes. But unfortunately, we go back to the story. 
7.34 p.m., Mother's Day, 2019. I'm feeling much better about how my wife sees and knows that I do, in fact, care that her feelings were hurt. And in fact, I'm so convinced that she understands my heart for her that I think to myself, (laughs) I'm going to go catch the fourth quarter of this amazing Toronto versus Philly playoff game. Do you think there's a bit of pride in my makeup? There is. Now, my wife, she doesn't like the basketball. She would truly rather watch paint dry than watch two teams with which we have no emotional or geographical connection playing a second round playoff game. And as I'm watching, I don't really consider this, but I do notice she's being really loud as she does things like shut doors and fold laundry. It's hard to be loud folding laundry, but she was. And finish straightening up after dinner. Is she exhaling really loud every time she walks past me? It feels like it feels like she is. I hope she's okay, but it's probably better if I just don't say anything and hope for the best. Okay, I'm done with the narration, guys. That's it. But suffice to say, there was a second confrontation and it did not end in hugs and happy tears. She's still full of grace and forgiveness, but I've now had more than a week to reflect on the vortex of selfishness, and I'm still not entirely sure how it got spinning. I wanted to put this story out for you guys so that you could hear not only the great pinnacle moments that we at Abraham's Wallet get to experience, you know, whether it's relaxing in our sukkahs as we lead our families through a Passover meal, but also the low moments. Maybe you've had an epic failure, and maybe it makes my Mother's Day look like a stroll through Candyland. That's okay. Um, I'm also certain that you and I are both going to look back at some of our whiffs in the family leadership game and wonder what we could have possibly been thinking. So, I told you this story so that you could hear, one, it's okay, and two, please, go fix those things. And fix them in the parrot home, at least. We shall. In order to provide myself some guardrails against my own lazy nature, I stuck a calendar reminder two weeks out of the major celebration days for the next couple of years. Prep for her birthday is now a scheduled event in my life. I guess I need that for the moment. The truth is that we all in my home have a deep desire to honor my wife in her role as a mother. And that big failure of a day, well, it's probably going to leave a mark. So I wanted to leave a mark in the opposite direction. And my best idea to do this was to make Saturday, May 18th, a Mother's Day do-over. Mother's Day do-over involved everything that the first Mother's Day should have involved. It started with her favorite breakfast, served first thing right when she woke up. Then we headed to a soccer game together and spent time strolling around downtown and trying the hot new fried chicken joint. Guys, it's her favorite food. That seems like a smart thing to eat on her day, right? Anyways, they charge 18 bucks for a chicken sandwich here, but so what? Money's for something more important than money, right? After lunch, she had a massage while I took the kids to pick out steaks for dinner. If you're noticing a theme, well, we tend to love each other in my family with foodstuffs. What can I say? I left an hour after that for her to get in some yoga in the afternoon, thinking she could benefit from those manually loosened muscles. And then we dined at home. And I picked the wine this time. The day finished with a musical that she'd been looking forward to for a few weeks. And it was wins all around. That is how you do Mother's Day. At the end of the day, 
I got to tell you, I grew as a husband through this experience, as painful as it was. And I also think I needed a little wake up to remind me that my overtures need to be getting louder and not less embellished with every passing year. So I have five things to tell you. These are the bottom line learnings from this whole debacle. Number one, things that really matter, like celebrating your spouse, take some forethought. So plan ahead. Number two, giving to others is about what they want, not what I want. Number three, few things are worth more money and effort in the home than giving mom some well-deserved attaboys, especially when the calendar tees it up for you. Number four, having a spouse that forgives you and moves on is worth its weight in hot fried chicken sandwiches. And number five, don't ever go on nine-mile runs alone on Mother's Day. So thanks for listening, amigos, and don't learn this lesson the hard way, okay? Just take the cautionary tale of Mother's Day 2019 and abscond with the wisdom, free and clear. For Abraham's Wallet, I am Mark Parrott.